Hi, this is Christopher Daniel Barnes, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and you're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Welcome to this week's second episode. We're putting up uh, separate from our main episode, but we are still joined by our guest from this week's episode, James Morris. Thanks for being with us, James. Thank you. I'm glad to still be here. Didn't embarrass you too bad. <laughs> glad to have you back for this uh, very special episode. We were going to just we were going to put this in with the regular episode this week, uh, our Avengers Infinity War conversation, but didn't want to put too much in on one episode. This is such a big happening, you know. Yeah. So much is going dominate on. dominate the episode, and I didn't want it to overshadow uh, James or any of our other conversation we were having in that episode. So that's why we're doing this separately. Before we do that, Jake. Once more, you can find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and Instagram at Canned underscore Air. We've got many things which are good. All of which brought to you by me. Oh, wow. You must be so grateful that I treat you so well to bring you the fine entertainment, funny jokes that I do. Show your appreciation by retweeting things and listening to our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That'll get them, Jakey. Very good. And did you say Patreon? I did not. Go for it. Patreon. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) If you like what we do, head on down to Patreon. Throw a couple of bucks our way. It goes much further than you might think. And if you reach that $5 a month threshold or more... You are entitled to the Founders Club Patreon-only podcast. Arguably our best show. There it is. All right. Well, with that behind us, let's just jump right into Infinity War conversation. Now, uh, we in our retro roundtable, in our uh, regular episode for the week, uh, we talked the first 10 years of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if you want to check that out before you listen to this, go right ahead. If not, uh, full steam Still ahead for <laughs> Infinity War. Uh, where do we begin, gentlemen? Hype. Hype. <laughs> <That laughs> <laughs> and it lived up to it. Honestly. Absolutely. Sure did. I was it, so nervous, especially since they've been building Thanos since 2012. Yeah. But he lived up to the hype. Yeah, there's a character that does not disappoint. He lost a little bit of purpleness to him, I think, from <laughs> yeah. the first time we saw him. Maybe I think he lost because... a couple lines on his face, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, his whole face structure just kind of changed a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But, um, it was, at least it was a profile. It wasn't the full yeah, on. Yeah, sure. I guess that's to be expected to some extent. But, uh, yeah, he definitely looked more humanized than he did in those earlier. They probably uh, wanted yeah. to conform more um, to Josh Brolin's face. Wanted to bring that because you know you you get a character too far removed from the human condition. Mm-hmm. It's going to be rough. I'll make an exception for James Spader as Ultron. I love James Spader so fucking much, and I thought he was just a delight. But I enjoyed his personality as Ultron. I hated the way Ultron looked. I hated the moving mouth. It and was a little features. too like flexile. Yeah, I think the mechanical aspect was lost. The great big open gaping mouth that Ultron had that always just kind of stayed in that yeah, position. Yeah, and yeah. when he talked, just that red, like... Like an old, like, shit. 40s Ray Punk kind of, you yeah. know, pulp sci-fi looking thing. There's something cool about how sort of shitty he looked. Yeah. You know? I loved, loved they that. They lost but, a little bit of that, but yeah. still cool. Yeah, so uh, where did we, what did you guys like about the movie? I liked all of the things. The scenes were good. Mm-hmm. As were the characters. Wow. Very in-depth. No, I Thank think uh, the, the thing that impressed me most is is really Thanos. For a character we've only been getting glimpses of for so long, mm-hmm. it would be so easy to have mishandled this whole thing. 
you know, for him to yeah. finally hit the stage in a major overt way, and we'd be like, oh, was that really worth it? But just start to finish, I was on board. I kind of left that movie more on his side philosophically than anyone else's. Pretty much, because yeah. his whole, the whole reasoning behind it was to make everywhere better, pretty yeah. much. Even yeah. though Which, that- you know, of course, it's kind of a bummer they didn't ask uh, go into that, like, in love with death aspect, yeah. which I think is such a cool plot yeah. concept. But I thought the death thing would be too difficult without Deadpool. From what I know, isn't it like a love uh, feud there that she's in with Deadpool, but Thanos wants her attention, so that's why he kills half the universe or something like that? Yeah, yeah Deadpool she ends up does with have Deadpool. a lot with Deadpool, yeah. Seriously, I oh, didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. That I did not know. He has a um, lot more luck with a lot less effort. (laughs) I think this movie just definitely gave Thanos a relatability that you guys obviously already mentioned in a a human uh, side. Like, uh, you know, we saw him shed tears. Like, there's an actual person there than just a cold, stone-hearted villain. Where in the comic, you know, he... he wasn't trying to make things better by erasing half of humanity or of life. He was just trying to impress a girl, you know, <laughs> right. which totally changed. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I've been trying to find a way to word this that doesn't sound so negative. Mm-hmm. This is all I can come up with. It's got kind of a negative connotation, but like the Thanos character arc does not arc. He's one of those people like he's front and center with everything he's about. It's like, here's what's up. I'm going to annihilate half of all creation. And then he fucking does it. You know what I mean? Like, there's none of that, like, oh, what have I done? Like, at at the very end, you get that smile, and you're like, yeah... This is a man who set out to do a thing, did the thing, did does not regret the doing of the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something incredible about a character that's so stubborn or belligerent or just driven that the world around them comes together to stop them, and they still don't change their course. Mm-hmm. You know, And yeah. I think that's one of my favorite aspects of him. Yeah, even he, that smile at the end—that was kind of like a uh, you know a hero saved the day, looking at the fruits of their labors. Yeah, absolutely, they did. And just the fact that it was, excuse me, for him, for the man that just erased half of everyone, that that's, I thought that was incredible that they thought to do that. And honestly, I would not be the maddest person ever if they never did Avengers 4. Oh, they definitely will. Oh, sure. But yeah, no. And I'm going to go see it, but... I think they could have even ended it here. Just the Avengers lost. Boom. Yeah. Because that was such a holy dang moment. It really was. And, uh, I mean, you know, the bad guy has to win sometimes. So it was awesome to end on that note and just seeing him, you know, sitting there. His life life's work is done. I mean, and it's, it's not like the acquisition of the stones made him say, no, "Okay, I'm going to wipe half of existence." He was already out there doing it, just doing it the hard way, right. Right. you know, <laughs> getting his hands dirty. But like when you know, it shows him going to Gamora's planet when she was a child and oh, talking to her, showing scene. her the knife and hiding her face as half of the townspeople yeah. were slaughtered behind her. You know, incredible. And I don't know, just the relatability, it's something horrible, but it it's, I kind of mentioned to you guys, kind of like uh, the uh, the Watchmen with Adrian, what yeah, was his, yeah. uh, what was his last uh, name? Adrian Veidt. Thank you, but, you know, killing so many just for the right. better good. This is what must be done. Like that attitude, it's like it, extreme problems require extreme solutions. Right. Kind of 
Nazi-esque, I guess, worded that way. That's but, about it. And I think that's what made uh, Black Panther so good is the relatability of the character. In Black Panther, I mean, you can hardly blame the dude. I mean, as <sighs> as a child, he watched his father get right. killed by this character. He's been abandoned by them. You know, he's What salty. has Wakanda ever been to him except this glittering paradise that doesn't give a shit about him or his family? Right. Something that has come down from on high only to make his life worse <laughs> while preaching this idea of unity for their people. You know, talking about Killmonger, yes, or Black yeah. Panther himself. Uh, in Black Panther, the uh, Michael B. Jordan. Okay, character. yeah, that's all right. That's why I thought you were talking about Black Panther. I was like, no. I don't think I saw that movie. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> uh, a very different Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, so yeah, definitely Thanos' movie sure. and definitely uh, such a relatable character. And I, I love when they can subvert the expectation. I mean, not that anyone who's read the comic wasn't expecting him to be able to pull it off, but you always kind of think to yourself, like, when the time comes, they'll find some way to stop him. No, the only way to stop him is to let him win first. Right. And there's mm-hmm. something incredible about the villain winning. I think it was what made that comic Edison Rex so appealing. Right. Is subverting that trope that, you know, justice always prevails. But Thanos is not the villain in his own mind. Right. He is the last person willing to do what needs to be done. And that's what makes his victory so incredible. That's why he can sit there self-satisfied and calm at the very end because he's done nothing wrong. His life's work is complete. It's, it's done. He yeah. did it. He has no regrets and why should he? Because in his mind, he has done nothing but benefit the whole of creation. Mm-hmm. I just wonder where it's going to go from there. You know, obviously snapping his fingers and doing that last yeah. task took its toll on the gun. Yeah, the gun yeah, yeah. was like right crisp, like afterwards. So and, uh, you know, he'd turned, uh, well, Peter Dinklage. I don't remember his character's name, but he, he has is, a strange name. You know, he's the one who forged the gauntlet, and yeah. he's also the one who forged... Giant, giant Peter Dinklage. Yeah. <laughs> character on I loved his character. It was great. I loved the scale. Um, it's one thing they always see in Marvel's, uh, you know, characters going across space, the different heights and scales yeah, of people. I, yeah, I always like love that. And they really did uh, well at bringing that home. But um, I enjoyed that character. I enjoyed the forging of uh, the Thor's cool. axe. But again, maybe we'll see Thanos go back to this character to make him another gauntlet or, you know, what happens yeah. from here? You know, I, I don't well, that, um, the prototype that they showed us still at the forge. Oh, I thought that was just like a cast. I thought it was a prototype. I could be wrong. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I don't remember. I don't you guys know. Know. may well yeah. come back for it. Yeah. I would I would think Peter so. Peter Dinklage might not even be there to stop him, so he could just walk in and take it. No, I was wondering. There's been, um, you know, Marvel, when they put these movies out, typically a story encompasses a few mainline stories. You know, like Thor Ragnarok not only covered, I'm not sure what main Thor story it covered, but also covered Planet Hulk. It took two iconic stories and made it into a movie. And uh, I feel like uh, maybe going forward with the second Infinity War, you know, I've seen in looking at comic books online that they've told the same kind of story with minor differences 
several times since the original telling. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's variations in those later stories that they're going to put in here. Maybe he puts the stones on something else or somehow wields them without sure. a gauntlet. Or, I, who Bedazzles knows? his jeans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's juicy right there on the edge. <laughs> Infinity jeans. There you go. That's there the you go. They just didn't want to tell us. <laughs> Infinity jeans. <laughs> I tell you, I feel bad for the people that didn't know the story at all, especially the way the movie <laughs> yeah. ended because... I was talking to a guy I work with today. Oh, yeah. And I was like, so what'd you think of? He's like, oh, it was good, but, you know, what, you know, I, what's up with the ending? I was like, okay, so the comics, he does win and he wipes out everything. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the ending. He's like, okay. I was like, they'll fix it with the rest and then the next one. Yeah. But he was totally lost with <laughs> what the hell happened. Yeah, because I, I mean, if, go ahead, go ahead. I told you guys in the, the last episode, I really haven't read any. Marvel Comics, so I, I didn't know how things would be going down in this movie, but I was still honestly pleasantly surprised with how it happened. I thought the big twist would be uh, Loki dying and Tony dying. I was half right and also <laughs> incredibly wrong. Um, so I was really kind of pleasantly surprised to find out that the quote-unquote twist wasn't who died but who didn't yeah yeah that's a small handful right there i mean it's been pointed out that obviously the original avenger lineup all survived which right. was kind of i didn't really care for that yeah i was so hoping to watch scarlett johansson fall yes. to ash yeah. like please <laughs> please and it didn't happen but um so you have the original avengers uh obviously uh, rocket made it um, I can never remember the Wakandan uh, girls' names. No, um, but I have no idea what their names still, are. They're still here. I mean, I would assume that if they vanished, they would show that. But so those in themselves are powerful allies, mm -hmm. dude, to have right there. Uh, do you, who else survived? Do you guys remember? Um, Rocket. Everyone, all of the Guardians except Rocket are gone. Correct. Right? Yep. Yeah. So. Um, oh, and you mentioned just in the conversation we had a little while back, we don't really know for certain what happened to War Machine. Yeah, because Rhodey could be alive or dead right now. I thought Rhodey was still alive, and they were just showing that uh, Falcon was the one that disappeared. Well, there was that, but when Thanos was walking toward Vision there uh being guarded by scarlet witch that right before he acquires the stone war machine swoops in and he kind of does a magneto where he grabs him in midair and just like, oh oh uh, crushes no, him within his suit and tosses him to the side so they never followed up like if that killed him or if no he walked by after that because oh, did that, he? thanos had all the stones and we saw him walking looking for falcon as everyone was disappearing oh okay hmm. Well, there you go. You're right. You're right. Because he was walking up on him right as he disappeared. Which I think was probably, other than Peter, maybe the saddest disappearance because no one was there for him. He didn't have a big dramatic moment. He was just gone. Yeah. And and um, Peter, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker's demise was, was probably the worst. That was sad. That was really sad. They just... They just needed to milk some fangirl tears, I think. That well, was I mean, just seeing that uh, he's a kid, you yeah, know, desperate yeah. kid, please, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. I mean, 
I think any of us would probably, in that kind of moment, start reacting that same way. You in know? way over his head. And all all think, we're grown yes, men. I'm sure. <laughs> all I can think of in that scene is in Saving Private Ryan when Giovanni Ribisi dies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, oh, my God. I forgot dude. about that. That was rough. <laughs> yeah. That's all it ran through. Yeah, it is a lot like that. I didn't yeah. even make that connection. Damn. You made it even heavier all the time. I have to go. <laughs> what about you, James? Most impactful death? Uh, yeah, probably Peter. That was that was upsetting. For sure. Incredibly so. I mean, yeah, the other one honestly might be Gamora. That, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for how unceremoniously <laughs> it was just, I'm sorry, daughter, here's a few tears for you. Chuck. <laughs> just oh dang um, it was what sucked what was sad was the you know her saying oh well you're screwed now you, you know you've gone yeah, and yeah. you've done yourself in you'll never acquire that and then he turns now. around you see the tear you're like oh shit well I mean yeah she you know is under the impression that she's nothing to him and you know there's actually a part of him that does love her mm-hmm. does love her even I mean not more than a stone, but <laughs> yes. he still loves her. There are limits to his love, perhaps. But, uh, well, I mean, his, his love or his life's mission, and I don't know uh, what he meant by it, but didn't he say around then uh, that he would not deny his destiny a second time, not even for her? Like, yeah, did, did I yeah. some earlier movies where he, like, denied this happening? Well, I think what he's... He had mentioned about how... Um, on his home planet of Titan, you know, he had originally told, like, the leaders there, like, we need to do something. Mm-hmm. We're using too much resources. Like, half the people need to go. They deemed him a madman. They shunned him. And as a result, Titan fell. Titan, you know, is no longer a planet. And I think that's what he means, like, never again will I let this skip. You know, will I let something come in the way of me doing what's necessary? Thanos Got is it. the Jor-El of... I think. I could Marvel. be wrong about that. That's just my perception. That makes sense. I don't know. They put a lot of little details in the movie that I really loved coming across, like um, that Thanos knew who Tony was and that they were equally scared of each other. Yeah, that whole- yeah. Um, and I really hope that in four, there is a very clear scar where Tony got him on the cheek. Um, I know it Ooh, wasn't yeah. a serious injury, but I would really like to see that come up. Um, because even though I, Thor did a lot more damage to him, um, there seemed to be more respect between Tony and Thanos due to that mutual fear. Yeah, I think that's another cool thing about the character is that he's not without respect. Sure, you know, if he's destroying an enemy, he's how, how many times does he stop to to compliment someone that he's actively fighting? Yeah, but when he tricks Star Lord into you know goads him essentially into keeping his promise, only to stop oh, his gun from oh. actually firing, and then just before he warps out, he's like, "I like you," you know. This, yeah. <laughs> this is a guy who 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 understands the uh, the positive qualities of the people around him. It's just that nothing is ever quite as important as his mission. It's, I mean, he can't be dealt with, can't be... No. Uh, can't be bargained. I mean, his will... He's a force of nature. Exactly. Yeah. That's just it. Um, another impactful death scene was the vision. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which one? 
The second one. The first one was I did not like, like where he just got the lines through him and yeah. just kind of exploded. I didn't like that. Well, they sure made up for it. <laughs> when oh my yeah. god, when he pulled the stone from his head and you just watch him drain to gray and just be thrown like a husk. What was that, James? Just the the eye of time. Let's rewind this. I think one of the more tragic parts of that is that his body was still there. He wasn't even one of the the 50% that Thanos poofed out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just died the standard way. Well, it leads me to believe just the way he looked, his color. You know, in the comics, uh, I I don't know, I'm not a Vision pro or anything, but when he came back from the dead is when he acquired his all-white look about him. mm. So, you know, we watched him go gray and white. I wonder if... When, uh, again, the girl in Wakanda, uh, Black Panther's sister, I can right. never remember her name. No, I can't either. Love the character, though. I can see her bringing him back without there's, the stone somehow. It's like I'm they said, there's still vision. a lot of vision there, you know? Yeah. But in the comic, when he came back, he was like kind of like Data from Star Trek, emotionless. Mm-hmm. So there might be no more love for Scarlet Witch, <laughs> yeah. assuming she comes back. Boy, that would be a bummer, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, speaking of which, how about that scene where they're in Scotland? And just mid-sentence, he gets impaled right there. Just the sudden violence of him getting thrust into the air. I was in the bathroom. Were you really? I was. <laughs> oh, no. I, you know what? I got tricked because I had to piss so bad. And you thought, and like, I thought, here's a moment. Oh, here's a boring-ass <laughs> oh, no. love scene. Bathroom for me. And I come back and there's a fight. Boy, they sure like, took no! you for a ride. <laughs> Brooke's like, yeah, you missed something. That <laughs> sucks. So, uh, don't worry. I'm going to go see it again. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's... Yeah. Something about Vision's, like, corpse, quote, unquote. Oh, it was so awesome. It was one of the best yeah, parts. Gruesome. Like, there was something weirdly upsetting about it, you know? It was like uh, finding a fish floating in your aquarium. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, no. <laughs> like, just that pale white. You were so pure. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a feel to it, yeah. but um, I'm sorry, James, you sound like you were about to say something. They did rip out a fraction of his brain. That does add to the gruesome level. Yeah, there was that huge hole in the yeah, front of that, his head. Rather that's than... a level of gore you couldn't pull off with, like, an organic body in a movie like this. <laughs> it's like a very different film. Thanos' fingers were too big oh, to dude. grasp <laughs> just the tiny stone, so he just impaled his fingers to it. his head and just pulls everything out around like, like pulling a, a sprinkle off a cupcake or something. Yeah, you're so gonna so get so. more of it you know? like the candy letter on the cake <laughs> yeah. Yeah. get it <laughs> get it all got those big meaty Thanos fingers <laughs> one thing uh, that I noticed is that the trailer to this movie lied to us on several occasions um, for example when Thanos is driving his hand down on Captain America. In the trailer, you only see two stones in his gauntlet. Oh, really? Mm. And at this point in the movie, he, he had, had all but one. Had. I didn't you even know? pick up on that. Second in the trailer, it shows them all charging in slow-mo at the screen. And who's charging? Oh, it does. The Incredible Hulk yeah. is in there. And we never see the Hulk transform. He was, huh? Wow. Mm-hmm. And I boy, did really like um, the, that the Hulk was too afraid to come out for pretty much the entire movie. I did too. Yeah. He got his ass Real handed Hulk. to him. But having to get in the Hulkbuster, I didn't really care for that much. Yeah. The Hulk was the Hulkbuster. There was something about that that initial fight scene, though, where Thanos gives him that good one right across the jaw, and you can hear the Hulk whimper a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, Ooh. 
and you're like, uh oh, you know, it's <laughs> just that sound has so much behind it. Um, one thing uh, that kind of I, I was upset about, like, didn't make sense to me, is like, you know, you're about to, you're in Wakanda, and you're about to take on this whole onslaught of alien army that's charging at you. And in Black Panther, we got that glimpse at some pretty fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, you're formidable there. Weapons, yeah, that, the level none of, of which seemed to come in use during that battle scene. It was just a bunch of people charging, like an old Civil War style. Yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like you know, with all their flying technology and all the could have brought in some gunships. They could have won yeah, that really. war yeah. from afar without yeah. even setting a foot didn't, on the field. Didn't they make a big deal of, about how the Honor Guard spears? It was like a self-contained EMP detonator or something like that. You could hurl the thing and it would fry everything in half a oh, mile. Yeah, they could have had twenty, thirty women line up throw their spears and call it a day on the first wave there, you know? yeah for sure I don't know they just had like their shield wall dudes with the cloaks that project the force field which I think is so fucking cool yeah, by the way no, something cool. about that really does it for me and they've got their awesome little jagged kopesh looking swords but I don't know somebody's got to have a firearm somewhere in that militia right I mean yeah. the winter soldier was there was not just M16. Bucky yeah. the only, just Bucky he's the only one that brought a gun <laughs> yeah. and gave it, it was, to him so so rewarding, so awesome to see Bucky pick up Rocket and then <laughs> oh, spin yeah, circles right. while yeah. they're both shooting. Like that was incredible. Like he rolls up, doesn't think twice about a talking, walking raccoon you wielding a so gun. He's like, at that point, let's roll with this. He's on my side. <laughs> and then Rocket saying, "I'm going to get that arm." That was hilarious. <laughs> Priceless. Oh, I forgot about that part with Bucky and Rocket. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. That was awesome. Um, what else do I have here? What about the post-credit scene? I, you said you hadn't seen it yet, no, have I didn't you? See it. Uh, pretty much, we see, and this raises another question I've got. What is Samuel L. Jackson's, or Nick Fury rather, position with Infinity War? Because as far as I knew, he was no longer with Shield. Yeah, he quit. Shield wasn't a thing anymore, and he was just kind of an old man in hiding. Well, this credit scene shows him rolling with. Uh, uh, what's the girl who played Robin? Maria Hill. Maria Hill, thank you. In an SUV going you know, through New York. So I'm like, Why? Looking pretty official. Pretty they official. had an on-business look to him. Yeah, and I enjoyed that scene because, you know, it, you see her turn to Ash first, and then Samuel L. Jackson turned to Ash, and obviously people in cars, cars are crashing because the drivers have disappeared. Uh, yeah, helicopters, the rapture there. Yeah, helicopters are falling from the sky, and you just hear people screaming like yeah i love the scale of pandemonium that offered half of the population just disappearing um that was I just cool think that it actually showed us the consequence of what happened in basically normal life not just yes. to our avengers exactly exactly and uh i love that but how samuel l jackson was about to deliver his famous Samuel L. Jackson line before he got cut off like, oh, motherfucker. But um, then the pager, you know, dropping that very that old school 90s pager yeah, and yeah. having the Captain Marvel insignia come up. That movie I've heard is supposed to be uh, like a set in the 90s, a prequel to everything. Oh, wow. Is what I've read. Uh, yeah, I've read that's going to be a it'll be her origin. So I will do the origin, and then maybe she'll, she'll have to be in Infinity War. Yeah, the next it makes one, you right? wonder what yeah. kind of characters we're going to see in the next installment of this whole Infinity War arc. Because we've got Adam Warlock teased with the golden cocoon sarcophagus Yeah, that's thing. another thing that doesn't make sense to me. There's a chance he's a pretty pivotal player. Until, um, 
uh, Guardians Three because that uh, that was a James Gunn thing. So there, there's a solid chance he just won't show up because I don't think even Rocket knows that they have the cocoon, right? And he's the only one that would have interacted with them to this point. Yeah, I don't know the the mm-hmm. timeline. If they're going to stay true to the comic, it doesn't make sense because I've heard that Adam Warlock is to be the villain in the third Guardians, <laughs> um, which in the comic he's kind of the savior and salvation of this whole Infinity crap happening. <laughs> yeah. Infinity Gauntlet uh, is you know where he came in the most handy. It was the Infinity Gauntlet comic series is translated to the Infinity War right. is what we're seeing on the big screen now. The Infinity War in the comic is well after Thanos has already lost the gauntlet. But, um, yeah, so if they're going to make him a villain in Guardians 3, which is supposed to come after the next installment of Infinity You're going to have a hard time with the Guardians Who's going to stop movie. Thanos? <laughs> yeah, who's stopping Thanos? But, um, you know, it's something you, as soon as you introduce the ability to move and change time around and... Yeah. I mean, we could sit here and dissect this for days and uh, never get anywhere. But... How much speculation went into the most recent Star Wars? How many hours <laughs> yeah, did really. we spend pouring over this detail and that? Everyone got shot down. Yeah, when push know. comes to shove, none of it matters. Mm-mm. Only what will happen happens, you know? Yeah, it's true. My question is more so, um, do you guys think we're on Strange's... I mean, you might know more than me because you've read them, but do you think we're on Strange's one way to win right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. That's if only, the... like, if not on it, then on, like, the first, like, threshold that leads to it. Right. I would say what at the very it, least, yeah. yeah, this would be the one of the steps toward that particular reality. It's the only reason he would give up that stone after saying, yep. I'll, I'll watch a child die before <laughs> yeah. I give this thing yeah. up, you know? And then it's so yeah. he says, you know, this is the only way, or this yeah. was the only way, rather. So it just makes me wonder. I mean, maybe like giving him all that power and putting him into like, okay, my work's done now, I can chill and relax. Like <laughs> making him think everything is okay right. now to make their strike. Who knows? But I'd what love- cause does he even have to resist at this point? Yeah, you know. Uh, I, I loved the scene where they were trying to wrestle the gauntlet off of him. Yeah, that was wonderful. And where Star-Lord was in his face, and, you know, you see him straining and, like, gritting his teeth while he's like, I had to do it, I had to. It was, oh, it was so fucking good. But I don't know if you guys caught it. Like, Spider-Man, like, actually pulls the gauntlet off. Yeah, and I then, like, that. He catches the edge of it. Oh, that was incredible. But um, another thing I, I loved in the movie that I didn't mention earlier was Nebula's Torture. That was yes. great. Playing uh, with the perspective. Oh, the perspective was awesome. Just what they were doing to her. But it also plays along, to in the comic. You know, she was already dead. And to prove his loyalty to death, resurrects her and puts her on this zombie-like <laughs> constant pain stake where she can't die as a tribute to uh, death. And then, you know, uh, after the Earth entities fail at taking him down... Here come the cosmic entities, and one of them being uh, Eternity, which if you've seen Eternity in the comic, it's pretty much just like an outdrawn silhouette of a man, and then within him is just the cosmos. It's kind of like this cosmic Spider-Man. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I think that looks more printed on him to where this like actually looks like you're looking into space just Ah. in the outline of a guy, but Thanos is like, oh, you think you're so bad? I can do that too, and he snaps his fingers, and he becomes this big kind of the cosmic entity, but in doing so leaves his body at his throne unguarded, just laying there, in which a fucked-up nebula says, now's my chance to get the gauntlet. (laughs) And I just wonder, you know, 
her being one of them that they kept alive, she and Tony are on Titan together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if she's going to actually be one of the key players in the end to getting the gauntlet from him. Maybe that would be wild because being the daughter the somehow deceives she's him. She's still alive, is so that she can bring Tony home, who doesn't know about the Milano or how to fly it or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I was kind of wondering the same about Rocket being on Earth now with all the Earthbound heroes. Maybe he will be their ticket into getting to Titan or wherever yeah. they need to be to get Thanos. Well, that could do the Bifrost now to pretty much wherever he yeah. wants. That's right? true. Yeah. Yeah, because he can control that wherever he wants now. He doesn't need someone on the other end of pulling through. Who, Thor? Thor. The other someone's that... dead. <laughs> what was the name of that axe? I can't remember. Stormbreaker. Storm Storm Thank you. Yeah. Not as a cool as no rocket Warner, didn't but... approve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Drax was oh, once again just hilarious as fuck. Dude splits my sides. I am near positive I'm invisible. Oh hi Drax, darn it! Yeah. Oh god, I forgot about that. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? An hour. <laughs> so it's like you're eating nuts. He's like, but my movements are so slow and precise, <laughs> imperceptible. <laughs> I I had no idea he would be my favorite character when I went to see Guardians for the first time. Oh my god, he you know? And I never gave it any thought. You know, the what's the actor's name? Batista? Dave? Dave something? Uh, Dave yeah. Batista? Yeah. I'm not a pro wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I knew next to nothing about this oh, guy. Oh, is he pro wrestler? Yeah. yeah. That I was, thought he was like UFC. Is he not I, pro I wrestler? I thought he was a pro wrestler. Really? Yeah. Uh, he might have dabbled in both. I, think. I guess there's, that there's a little more in the middle. So of he gets into like the theatrics kind of wrestling. Like that, the, that yeah. was my understanding. So I never gave him much thought. I thought like, oh, who's this guy? And after that movie, I... You know, the the amount of cons we've gone to and seen people we'd like to meet at the end of a line that's 40 to 50 bucks <laughs> to stand in. We're like, I like you a lot, but no thank you. He is one person... I would definitely oh, get sure. in line and pay that money for just to say, dude, you are fucking priceless. Yeah. I adore <laughs> yeah. you. I adore you. Will you, will you marry my daughter? <laughs> Fuck her. Marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that a list or a comment? In that order, yeah. yeah. Oh, that they did. And this is super tiny. Is um, I wish during the credits, every actor that got... Um, whisked away that was a part of Thanos' 50%, I wish their names would have disintegrated. That would have been cool. Oh, wow. That would be cool, like in uh, Guardians, where I Am Groot kept showing up. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that end credit crawl in Guardians 2 was as entertaining as the fucking yeah, movie it was. was. It was. <laughs> and if you notice, there was a... Uh, maybe there's a character I didn't even notice, but one of the bubbles that is coming up is just some guy in like a button-up shirt and khakis dancing. I was like, okay. Wasn't he must- that Hasselhoff? No, that was toward the end. Like oh. this, they brought no attention to it. It just this was kind was of on the right left side that was going up. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Never did find out. But then on the right side comes Jeff Goldblum's character from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. And I had no idea until after was seeing he? Thor Ragnarok. I just watched uh, Guardians 2 last week, and sure as shit, there hmm. he is dancing huh. as that character. I'm like, what? <laughs> How did okay. this happen? But uh, yeah, gotta love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, absolutely. God, I love Jeff Colburn. Where was I going with that? I don't know. I think the last thing you said was, what else do we have? Oh, I think there was something else about the credit. Maybe it was just Jeff Goldblum that I wanted to mention about the end credits of that movie. I think that was really Loki. That's something I've been mulling over. I'm, I'm not really sure. Even if it was, is he as dead as he looks? It's Loki. I guess you can have yeah. He looks like he's one of those deaths that might be final. 
Maybe. It, it certainly has the look of finality about yeah. them. So whether it is final or not, they definitely put forth an effort to give it that, that feel. Because being a magic trick, I don't think he's ever been like physically not there. He is almost always somewhere else. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, what is his name? The big rock guy. Piss off, ghost. Oh, Cork. yeah. Cork. Cork, yeah. Like, Loki, he's always been... Like, not there, but you can see him. Like a projection. projection. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, for Thanos to be actually crush him, yeah, I don't yeah, know if he could have really pulled that. Yeah, because anytime, like, Thor, uh, Loki has done that, like, projecting himself and Thor, like, enough, brother, and goes to grab his hand, he just goes right through him right. and looks behind him. So, yeah, like, I don't whoops. think that yeah, He's never been, uh, he's, they've never shown him project anything solid like that. That and Loki had really seemed to. Uh, come full circle in this you know he was calling himself yeah. son of odin mm. and you know wanting to save thor That's you know couldn't take the sight of him being tortured so you know he he had come back at least yeah in that moment i don't know i, I love that opening scene it was it very much reminded me of independence day where like there's <laughs> yeah. so much shit happening in this movie there's no time to start and have a build right you we're just starting jump right in. away into the bullshit <laughs> and you just immediately watch loki die and the hulk <laughs> get his ass kicked mm-hmm. and what do you think about loki dropping the line like we got a hulk you know yeah that was a nice little throwback yeah unfortunately it doesn't make a difference yeah. <laughs> no it didn't and Not i yet. go ahead james it doesn't make a difference yet, is all I was saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. Give it time. Uh, it looked like there was a part where I don't remember if Thanos was like hitting him in the kidneys, but he was like hitting him with like precise punches. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if he hit him in the head, but you hear the Hulk kind of like like a dog like whimper at one point, which was like, oh wow, he never he heard really that. hurt Hulk that time. And I just wonder if maybe uh, since we didn't get any Hulk in like the main battle in this, if like they're building up to something bigger with the Hulk in the next one, like. Obviously, you know, the relationship between uh, Banner and Hulk now is... It's, it's different. It's different than it used it's to be. It's a little less like Jekyll a, and Hyde. They've got a, a back and forth of some yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to have a talk about this, Hulk, <laughs> you know? know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I, I never knew, really knew the story behind Grey Hulk. I didn't know that was like a different entity other than Bruce Banner. And I know there's been the Red Hulk that was right. supposed to have been out of hell, but... I just wonder if they'll ever play any of those variations of the Hulk. Uh, I kind of hope not. Yeah, I hope I'd, not. I'd either. rather they keep it pure. I'd like to see uh, Thanos stripped of the gauntlet and then the Hulk given another yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that'd be a good fight. Absolutely. I Hopefully think... they don't retake the uh, the footage of him bashing like he did with Loki and then Thor <laughs> yeah. in the second oh, Thor movie. Yeah. No, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> I hope not. That'd be horrible if they use that same footage again. Yeah. Um, what else do we like about it, guys? Where are we at? 38? We can go for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, about you, James? There was so much to like about it. Um, one thing I was thinking about is that uh, Tony's worst nightmare that uh, Scarlet Witch showed him in Avengers 2. It yes. came to pass. Mm, and just how wrecked is he going to be from that? And is everyone still alive? Just... I, I don't know how they're going to pull themselves back together. And just chronologically of the movies they're going to release, I'm glad Miss Marvel does not take place between three and four. But what the heck are they going to do with Ant-Man and the Wasp? Like, after everything, what are those two going to do to help set up Avengers 4? Because I really don't care what they're doing otherwise. 
Now, I had heard rumors that Ant-Man and Wasp is supposed to happen before Infinity War yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bit of a prequel, but not, you know, like, going back to the 90s, like Captain Marvel, obviously. Sure. I think it goes by with what they... Because they mentioned Scott was out doing something else, so... Yeah. That's what it, he would say, like, doing. House Arrest or something to that effect? Yeah, House Arrest. Yeah. It would be so fucking cool to see Michael Douglas bring Hank Pym into the next yeah. Avengers, like bring that brain That'd be wild. into the mix. It almost has to happen, right? But There's something awesome about that meeting of the geniuses feel, you know, right. and get Stark, Pym, everybody just in a room Strange. inventing shit. Yeah. Getting the whole, what is it called, the uh, Illuminati? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm yes. wondering if they're going to try and go that way at all after this is all over. It's going to be weird not having Mr. Fantastic and Xavier That's, at that yeah. table, well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They were like two big players. Two of the greatest minds. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm just worried about Infinity, the next one. Because, you know, as devastating as this ending was, I hope the ending of the next one isn't too good. Like, look, everybody's back. Right. There have to be long long stretching effects from this there have to be people that don't come back from this obviously yeah. i think everyone that just very least we're gonna get spider-man and some of the guardians back we know that much i think everyone that went to ash is coming back I, everyone I believe that, so too yeah and i don't even think they're dead they're in the soul stone they're in that landscape right. of the soul stone their where, consciousness is where Adam, comes back what's that my guess is that uh tony's gonna be the one that ends up doing some crazy stuff but at cost to himself because he was yes. the one that started the whole cinematic universe. So I think his death, they're going to make very impactful and unavoidable in the coming film. Agreed. I had gone into this one prepared for him to die. That, that was my that expectation. The big ending twist was going to be that it was when Tony kicks the bucket, uh, Tony or Steve, and that both of them lived is a genuine surprise to me. Yeah, I thought for sure when uh, Tony was stabbed through, I was like, oh, here we are. Yeah, yeah. And two, um, I was surprised at the uh, gravity of that scene on myself. Like, wow, <laughs> yeah. this is affecting me more than I thought. Like, I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, I- in that fight, I loved seeing like him having to reposition the nanites in his suit to get what he wanted and needed done. And that's quite cool what they did with that. It was basically a bare-knuckle brawl, him without the suit. So just going back to Steve's take away the suit, what are you, from Avengers 1, he basically had nothing left by the end of his fist fight with Thanos, and he was still going until he was stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. There's a part of me that never wants to give him enough credit, but uh, he is a great character, despite his douchey exterior sometimes. <laughs> I mean, but that's the point of Tony Stark. Yeah. That's the point. But um, he is a great character. And, yeah, the, the weight of what I thought was his death was surprising to me. But uh, you're absolutely right, James. I mean, I, I can't see it ending any other way. If not Iron Man, uh, if not just Tony, Tony and Steve, I think, yeah. will probably yeah. go. They might just axe all four or six, whatever you want to look at it as, uh, the original Avengers. They might have to do kind of what the Guardians did, but since none of them have Peter's bloodline, it might just destroy them to do what needs to be done to undo everything. Right. I think they need everyone who, you know, or what's going to happen is everyone who's vanished will come back. I think Vision will be reborn into his next form, and I think those who died before are going to stay dead. Gamora and Loki. Uh, wasn't there another one? 
Wasn't there a uh, Hemdell. Hemdell. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I, mean, I think these are characters well, that aren't coming back. Question. Because she was sacrificed for the Soul Stone. And if your theory that they're all just trapped in there is true, there's the chance she is as well. So I'm, I'm interested to see if she makes a comeback. And we do see him conversing with her later on, like as a child, whether that was something that happened in his own head or he was actually talking to the spirit of Gamora. I'm not oh, sure, you're right. Yeah. That I does kind of open that. up the possibility, I guess. It would make more sense if she were in there, actually. Yeah. Um, but again, so then if they leave it that only Loki died in the very end, I, I don't find that to be as impactful as it no. should be. <laughs> not you know, it's it's a couple of these main characters that we absolutely love that I think need to stay dead. What if they bring back Yondu? <laughs> well, who the fuck cool. wouldn't be on board for that? I mean, come on. <laughs> Works for me. Just when they made him as endearing as they could, they I killed know. him. Yep. And, That's um, how they get you. Yeah. I would love, would love to see more of him, but um, I loved his death scene. Uh, the way he went out and the funeral they did for him. I They need to keep him dead, I think, to be as yeah. tasteful with the character as possible. They could probably bring him back. First since... Mightiest Heroes, including Kevin Bacon. No, never. <laughs> With uh, Captain Marvel being like set way back in the past, they could probably bring Yondu back for that because her origin has to do a lot with a Kree, the aliens. Right, right. So I, he might be able to show up here and there. Are they doing? Have I heard rumor of a Nova movie as well? Not that That's been a rumor since Guardians One was announced. I don't. I don't think anything's going to come of it. Especially with Spartax being destroyed I don't know. now. Well, that's just it, though. I mean, the fact that it's destroyed makes me think that they will do it because now he'll be like a Nova Prime. He'll be Nova, like the yeah. only one left. And it was the uh, the Dewey Cox character, or not Dewey Cox. The fucking <laughs> oh, what's his name? Help me, Steve Brule, uh, uh, John C. Riley, John C. Riley <laughs> character in the first Guardians. In the comic, it's that character who bestows that power onto uh, I don't remember the the character's name in the comic who first wields the Captain or excuse me the Nova power. But uh, I think we could see it. I think we could. Maybe not for a while, but I think we could it's definitely possible. See it. They're going to explore every avenue. How could you not? Yeah, I just so. don't know how they'll ever build up to anything as big as this again. <sighs> you know, is there I don't any... know what other storyline there is that's this big. I don't either. I don't even... DC had, like, anti-monitor. Yeah. I don't think they're even going to keep their momentum throughout the year. Like, I, I could, you could tell it was written and shot as a part one by the end of that. So I almost wish part two, Avengers 4, was coming three months, four months from now instead of next May. Yeah, same here. Give it its three, four months in the theater for everyone to go pay to see it seven times. And then, while you're still just as hyped and looking to waste even more money, uh, you sell your kidney and go see two a couple times. Or four a couple times. (laughs) I'll probably be one of them. Yeah. I got to go see this one again. I mean... Two and a half hours with that many details, There's you're going no to miss some shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I need, especially I didn't me. Even so I need... realized it was two and a half hours watching it. I I didn't check my phone once. I just was completely absorbed and was wanting more by the end. And then it ended, and it was like, oh, <laughs> it's over. Yeah, uh, I was the same way. Or Not like a disappointment it. to the ending, just that there it was over. Then yeah. I was shocked at when he acquired <laughs> all six stones. Shocked! I was like, I cannot believe they did that. I was movie. shocked when they started the they movie and he had played out overall four. What's that? 
you thought they'd play out the acquisition of the Stones over three and four? I, I wasn't uh, even still certain they were going to be doing a, uh, a three and four because, you know, back when they were introducing the Marvel timeline and they showed an Infinity War on the timeline, yeah, it said part Infinity one, Part 1 and 2. Yeah. And when they started marketing, there was no they such mention. Part, I thought, yeah. well, maybe they did away well, with they that. Well, they talk about how they, um, they rewrote it so it wasn't as much a Part 1, Part 2 and rewrote it for it to be the two separate ones, uh, but that it would still take place over this entire duration. And um, I know a lot of people originally theorized that the name of four would be Infinity Gauntlet, but I'm not so sure that's going to fit anymore. Do you guys have any guesses what four is going to be called? I No, I couldn't tell you. I, I had heard a rumor... Um that they are trying that they were thinking about maybe going off of a later uh, what was it called Avengers Avengers Forever or something like that storyline that I've never read Hmm. but um, that's just why I heard some people on a different podcast uh, today speculating that that, that's what they had heard from somewhere so I'm going to have to look into this story see what it is but um, I, I can't see it making the least bit of sense to call the second one the gauntlet. If anything, no, no. the first one should have been the gauntlet. Yeah. The yeah, second yeah. one should have been the war for it, you know? But, um, so, I don't know. I think the next one's going to be very definitive of just, you know, that core group, who we get back, who we don't, and just their last hurrah. So I think, like, an Avengers Forever, Avengers Always kind sense. of a yeah. title will uh, pro- more than likely be... What we see, Nick Fury will show up with his uh, what they call it LMDs, life model decoys. There'll be a bunch of Nick Furies. <laughs> that would be cool if they did. That'd that. That'd be sweet Wouldn't if they that? did that. That would follow all kind of comic book lore. Remember, uh, wasn't that original God. Sin? Didn't he have a whole army of yep. androids of himself? <laughs> and like when he finally came out, he was like he was old, old guy. and yeah. shit. Like all oh, that, and you're the real one. <laughs> I know the next big movie they could probably do the Avengers might be the scroll the scroll story. What, just like uh, like Invasion of Earth? or Yeah. Because hmm. that was a pretty big I, story. I want when everyone comes back for them to return in the exact moment that they dusted. So we just get Nick Fury finishing his line <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Other fucker. <laughs> they could fit that one into a PG-13. Oh, That'd yeah. be good. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That would be an interesting take. Like if they were just frozen in that moment, you get a lot of people getting run over. Yeah, or falling through the sky. Did you say that like the time between three and four, like that has lapsed like a year? Like that's the real time that's supposed to have lapsed between these movies? Or I wonder if this next one's going to pick right up. I genuinely don't know. I was just saying I wish they would show it sooner. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, but, agreed. Yeah. I wonder if it will pick Im- immediately right up or if time will have passed between uh, this one and the next. But one thing I do know, I hope they get rid of Scarlett Johansson. God <laughs> damn it. I don't know. I like her, but I've never been big on her character in these movies. I like Black Widow, and I like what she did in the first Avengers with it. I like what she did in the Iron Man movies with yep. the character, but... I don't know. Her lines have just been so fucking corny. Starting with Age of Ultron, playing that whole noir kind of romance with fucking <laughs> Bruce Banner, Banner yeah. kind of grossed me out. I was just like, why? Why do we need this? The Thor trying to pull that stuff in Ragnarok. 
Looks like the sun's getting kind of low. <laughs> oh, the lullaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they made it more of a joke because yeah. he got his ass handed to him after that. But I just, I don't know. When that whole scene in Infinity War, when they're fighting, like, Scarlet Witch and uh, the girl who plays Michonne from Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's her name? I don't know. Ah, she's so good. Uh, not only in Walking Dead, but in Black Panther. It's her and then the Scarlet Witch along with the the villain, the female villain yeah, with, with the, the horns. horns. Yeah. They're doing that uh, whole like female fight scene there. And all those characters made Scarlett Johansson's character look even worse. Like She looked like <laughs> fucking Pepsi-Cola. She didn't do like everyone. Some... The previous generation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone else looked badass and she just kind of looked like so generic I don't know I'm blonde <laughs> that's, that's another, another thing like every time she's on in a new movie it's like new hair new yeah. hair change <laughs> do we need that come on get haircuts yeah but it's like I don't know it's like when you used to like get a new Batman movie his, his outfit would change ever so slightly <laughs> yeah. every time and what's the point you kind of get that with the Marvel heroes too not so much the Hulk but you know Tony always has an upgraded you know Mach 50 I think this yeah, one yeah. was was that right something I don't remember, but um, yeah, they could do something to her outfit. I mean, why does she have to change her hair? Did wasn't she started getting neon in her suit? Yeah, in Age of Ultron yeah. to make it look cool, I guess. Which adds to her stealthiness somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the electricity running through her. And you know how the color blue was associated with Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know the way she looked in her first appearance, and I think it was Iron Man two with the long curly yeah. hair, like you know Black Widow's supposed to have, right? I loved that Black Widow. That they was peaked amazing. too early on the costume design for her. <laughs> but not even it. that, just the attitude. I mean, she wasn't uh, dropping these sappy lines and stuff. She was just no, she straight was to business. Agent. Yeah. Doing what the fuck she had to do. I really liked her then. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to leave this on. There All right. Go. A little less Scarlett Johansson for my <laughs> thing. A little more action. <laughs> a little less Scarlett Johansson, a little more action. I like it. <laughs> I think that's going to do it unless anyone I else here so. has any more conversation. No, I, no. I think we've strip mined this subject. James, how about you? I've got nothing more to say other than I need to see it again. Same here. Yep, as soon as I can get another ticket, yep. I'm going. Yep. But we hope you guys enjoyed our uh, talk about the Infinity War. But, uh, Jack, what do we have on the website? We have our show highlights, guest info. You can listen to the show, follow us on all our social media. Uh, check out our YouTube page, The Holly Heroes. Click the merch button and buy a towel. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. What kind of towel? Bath or beach. Whoa. Not a toilet? No, nah, that was last episode. We're changing oh, yeah. up every, every episode. We'll change <laughs> up. There's fresh. tons of stuff on there. Just like you should be changing your toilet rug every so often. Yeah. You don't want to let it sit there for too long. And don't forget, uh, on Twitter we are at CannedAirPod, and on Instagram we are at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we do, head on down to Patreon and prove it. There you go. There you have it. I don't think I got anything else to add to uh, that. The live show? Or we have a live depending show. Depending on when this May is. May 12th. Uh, no, this is going up this okay, week. Cool. So, yeah, May 12th, uh, Columbus Podcast Festival at the Garden Theater. Yours truly, the Candare Podcast, going to be doing our first live show. Hopefully the first event. Making history. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether it's good or bad, be there. It will be, be there. historic. <laughs> it will be historic. 
So I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon. I'm James Morris. Not forgetting to say it this time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Another great episode of Canned Air, huh, sure Timmy? Was. Let's go outside. All right. Hey, kids. Oh, my God, who's that? It's Creeper, the worst G.I. Joe character ever made. That's right. I heard you guys were going to go outside. Why don't you stay inside and go to www.cannedairpodcast.com where you can get the scoop on past episodes, see movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air game store, video store, and comic book store. Yay! With cannedairpodcast.com, we'll never have to go outside again. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.